think Mike Bay called a macaroni sound on that <laughs> from when I was trying to get sun chips out of my teeth. It's <coughs> fucking cough, bro. As soon as I got to his house, I said, like, oh, you sick, huh? And then coughed five times. <laughs> I didn't, and not in a row. Uh, they were separated, at least. Uh, hey, what's up? How's it going? Uh, it's Delance Reggie again uh, uh, with another episode of Spit Sessions. It's going down. Niggas getting shot. I don't know why I said that. But they are, though. They are. It's happening. They are. It's really, really happening. Recently found out that the, the officer that shot Philando Castle getting charged with manslaughter. And that's that's some heavy shit to start a podcast episode off with. But that is a good thing, I believe. Because you just can't be gratitude people and not paying what you owe. So, there's that. Yeah, let's make some examples out of people. Yeah, honestly. Like, you got to be accountable for letting it off and doing all these things. You know, especially if you're an officer of the law. So, that's, I guess that's starting the podcast off on a good note. Yeah, so stop doing that shit. But a lot of shit has happened uh, since the last episode. Donald Trump is the president-elect of the United States of America. And that's some wild-ass shit. I didn't expect it to happen. I don't think anybody expected it to happen. But it happened. And here we are. This shit is embarrassing. You, y'all, damn people really did it. (laughs) And here we are now. Mm -hmm. Suffering the consequences. Mm -hmm. Everybody. Everywhere. That's that's some form of neo-Nazi or racist white person. They are currently in formation and they're wilding out. (laughs) (laughs) Like, everywhere. It's just like sleeper cell racist just woke the fuck up. There's no such... No, there's no sleeper cell racist. Sleeper cell racist. It's just... It's pretty much always there. (laughs) You don't think there's somebody out there who was just like... Somebody said a cold word, and then it was just like oranges. They just start went out and they front on started burning crosses and shit. Like they had a uh, on some Jason Bourne shit. Like they just started throwing up hail Hitler sounds and all types of what's it called. Like I don't know. Like that I, I was a joke. I know nobody out there is doing that. Hopefully <laughs> that would be some scary ass shit. But they're just always out here all the time. Mm-hmm. The thing is, is, we you know we're like, hey, me and my five smart friends aren't racist, so that doesn't exist anymore or something. <laughs> not not quite that much, but. I think uh, that's evidenced by what we saw because yeah. we forget that yeah. we talk about this almost every episode. Hey, like we live in Chicago and things are very different. Here. Yeah, America is not L.A., Chicago, New York. Yeah, there's a lot of country in there where people are very different. Mm-hmm. But even like amongst us, um, like I, I, I don't think that's something that's uh, <coughs> exclusive to Chicago. Like because of our friends, we kind of build this fortress around us of good people or people that we deem are good, and I think that's just human nature. And it's just like, okay, I'm surrounded by these people, so these other people, we don't say they don't exist, but due to not seeing them as much, we kind of forget that they're around. We diminish their population, their effect, and I get it, like nobody wants to be around assholes all the fucking time, but. No. You have to realize that there's a big segment that, I mean, <clears throat> look at who, how the voting turned out. There's a lot of people that way, may may not have been maliciously racist, but they're like, oh, I said some stuff, you know, whatever. Yeah. There are certain people who are able to <coughs> to ignore the, the racist shit he said about Mexican people or n- not so much as black people, but there were things, I mean, there were things he said about black people. He was like, what do you got to lose? Your neighborhoods are already pieces of shit. I'm like, Wow. Uh, but that wasn't as offensive. But there were certain people who didn't <coughs> and freak out until he started saying the crazy things about... Just take a longer pause after you cough so then you could... Yeah, I think so. You you start talking, right? So, go ahead. All right, cool. 
there's people who started freaking out. When... <coughs> Should I pause this shit? You don't have to pause it. You can drink something. All right, cool. <coughs> I got shit. You got, a, you got an old style can on the floor. <laughs> Oh God, um, I do. That's that's an old old style. So um, no, nah, but there were certain people who didn't freak out about the things he was saying until he started saying things about women. Um, and once again, that goes into the fact that people only wild out when there's things pertaining to them. But I was just I wasn't surprised really, which is bad because come to think about it, we've had eight years of Barack Obama, and it's been pretty progressive for certain individuals. So it only makes sense for individuals who weren't about any of those things they like to call themselves i don't know if they call themselves alt-right conservatives or just general conservatives i'm not knocking it whatever you want to call yourself but they essentially joined forces and say at the time is now and they got donald trump in there i don't even think he was expecting one no definitely not eight years of obama i think there's a segment of the population that was very upset by that and i think those people took all that time and energy and got really organized to have something like this happen and it coincided with the public in general really wanted something different that's why you saw donald trump take everybody out on the republican side during the primaries and that's why you saw bernie sanders come fairly close to getting the nomination for the democrats even though he doesn't have the same name recognition and he started campaigning like basically two years after Hillary Clinton did. And, I mean, establishment on both sides did a terrible job of ignoring that, but obviously that really hurt the Democrats because they put a lot of energy into pushing Hillary Clinton as a candidate, even though the public was very, very clearly not wanting any sort of establishment type of person. And that's how we end up. So a lot of the people who voted Trump are able to justify, like, well... He says some things I disagree with, but it's not going to be business as usual in Washington. <coughs> and I think that's how they're rationalizing things. I, I think so. I was I voted for her because it felt like crunch time. I wasn't shook necessarily, but uh, I could have third party voted. But I felt that I knew she was going to get Illinois first and foremost. So just because we always vote like Democrat as a state, like we were a super blue state. Yeah, extremely. So I, I wasn't super surprised and I, I kind of felt like my vote was going to like it was going to end up being her state regardless. So I just ended up voting for her because I was like, all right, this is I mean, there was no other like option like like it was between there was another option because it was between her and him. But I would have liked to vote third party just but the numbers that usually doesn't go in their favor. Um, you know, but that that that's that's an individual thing because I really couldn't get behind her as much i was hoping she would win definitely not behind him but i didn't know anything about the third party person to begin with so i didn't make that decision well uh i'm i'm totally for third party fourth party fifth party what have you like yeah. we should have more parties the problem is they need to get five percent to get federal funding be on all the ballots uh be recognized be in all the debates and that's hard to do especially when they're gonna split the vote more than likely on the Democratic side. Mm -hmm. So you're you're essentially saying, like, if we get enough votes to, to really establish a, a third party, which is more than likely going to be left-leaning, you're going to have to throw an election, which this was not the one to do that. Not mm -hmm. not trying mm -hmm. to suggest that third-party votes are what swayed it, because it definitely did not. But another thing you run into with the Green Party, for instance, is they can't 
I don't think anybody who's a really great candidate is going to run green because they don't have a chance of winning. It's going to take somebody willing to sacrifice a lot of money and time just to get them to 5% and have no chance of winning. Yeah. And that's a lot to ask of somebody. Yeah. Jill Stein, you know, she had some good ideas, especially on the environment and on college and stuff. Do we really believe that she's qualified to be president? I mean, we have somebody who's less qualified now. Yeah. President-elect Donald yes. Trump. Yeah, in case but you didn't know. But. she ran for Congress like twice and lost, and that's about it. And she's a doctor. That's cool, I guess. Yeah. Libertarians are kind of crazy. They have some good ideas on paper, but they basically, it's like, hey, uh, it could just be Mad Max out there. Government, get out of the way. Like, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Gary Johnson is not a smart dude, uh, but people voted for him because he uh, he wanted to legalize weed. Mm-hmm. Which That's, that's is, all it takes now. Sometimes. But it's going to happen. You know, my thing about that is I'm pro-weed. It's going to happen eventually anyway. It is. So I just feel like logically, at least in this election, vote for the the annoying pandering lady who will at least do a couple of good things for us. She she was whipping, nay-naying, pop-locking, and dropping. So when she lost the election, I wonder if there was a part of her that thought, like, damn, I was out here twerking on a handstand for no reason at all. Like, that had to be a real salty moment. Um, like, the, the pandering was there. Of course, it was some of it was towards the black community, which is really interesting because black people usually vote Democrat outright. Like, it's just going to happen. Right, but not. if you're trying to get people out to vote, I think the Democrats really, really fucked this up bad. And I'm not uh, a Democrat. I'm not registered as one. I'm an independent because I think our, our parties are trash. Mm-hmm. But obviously, I'm a very uh, liberal person, and, and I would imagine you are as well. Yeah. But you can't... Look, what Obama did, regardless of some of the policies you may agree or disagree with, was amazing as far as injecting energy into a campaign and getting young people and minorities interested in the future of the country and, and wanting to participate in elections, right? Yeah. And it... It feels as though Democrats were like, well, we got everybody to vote last time. Like, we'll just kind of ride that wave. And then Hillary Clinton can go on the Breakfast Club and talk about having hot sauce in her purse. Like, that's not the same shit. Obama didn't come out and be like, I like chicken, everybody. Because Ooh, he like- couldn't. He couldn't. Like, there was, there was no <laughs> right. he, he could He could not. There was no way, you know, like, let's, let's rewind. Like, first day of campaign like if he was out here and this man just hopped on stage and was just like Harold's chicken like if you stand outside of Harold's chicken and said like campaign would have been done people would have been like tearing signs down it's just like bro not on the first day like I don't I think he went out of his way to not eat chicken in public in general I've only seen maybe one picture of this man eat chicken in all eight years that he has been in the, the Oval Office he had to pretend to quit smoking cigarettes Mm-hmm. Oh, he pretend. I didn't even know he smoked in the first place. Oh yeah, when he was in Senate and everything, he was smoking like motherfucker. But it's like I'm running for president now. I don't smoke anymore. But you know, he's come on, he's probably still smoking. Come on, bro. But like that's how far he took it to give us that image that America as a whole needed to to vote for him. Right? Mm-hmm. It's just man, did they just take all that shit for granted? Like people, young people, look, people just don't fucking vote. But especially not. Young people don't think they make a difference, and especially not minorities who don't think they make a difference. Yeah. And you had somebody in office for eight years who who riled all those people up and made them feel like they mattered, and then 
that party was just like, well, here's this old white lady who, who doesn't really seem to stand for anybody in particular, just wants to be president real bad. That's what it felt like. And it felt like she thought it was a shoe-in, almost. It was just like, hey, I'm running for president, and I'm bound to win because Trump is a dumbass. And, which was what everybody thought, because I was geared up. Like People and reporters were asking her questions like, so when you're the president, what are you going to do about this? And when you're the president, what are you going to do about this? Donald Trump wasn't even ready because... um talked to a friend of mine yesterday and he told me that Trump was lining things up for Trump TV, which was going to be right. like, you know, some television show type shit, had contracts and shit going on. And it was like, okay, I'm going to lose. I'm going to get this money because all of these people are going to pay for a subscription for to sure. this and whatever. All right, that's what's up. And I saw a picture of him when he was, all these states were going red and he was just looking like, no. Because, <laughs> I mean, presidents make, what, 400000 a year? That's, that's the salary for a president. Mm-hmm. Um, and once again, when I was talking to this friend yesterday, he was like, he's just not going to take it because... The taxes. Right. You got to pay taxes, which he is not about from the get-go. The thing, the, My thing is, I'm not mad at Trump supporters necessarily. You have your own ideals. You have things that you stand for. And you felt like this man was kind of sort of in line with everything that you want to go on in the country that you live in. And I kind of sort of understand Totally disagree. Like, oh, word? (laughs) Word? Wait, wait, let me finish. Let me finish. Because, like, back, like, I'm putting myself in their shoes. Like, if I was that person, I would understand. Um, Because when Obama was running twice, I am who I am. And I was all about that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, if a candidate that stands for what you believe in pops up and they're like, hey, talking like mad amounts of shit, you know, um, you're more than likely going to vote for that person. That's how the man got in office in the first place. So in that regard, I understand. What I don't understand is the integrity of, like, do not tell me that this man has any form of integrity, at least while he was in the campaign. The man was making fun of disabled people. The man was wilding out about Mexicans. The man was wilding out about fat people even he kicked home but he picked but he kicked buddy out of the um the the pro uh one of his rallies because he said something about uh getting rid of welfare and the dude said something and he was like get that look he you know he's on welfare he, look how fat he is like the shit like the shit the amount of shit he was talking like was ridiculous and you can't like if he stands for what you believe in all right cool whatever but if you believe in all of that shit he was talking you just might not be a good person and that's just how i feel about it you know you said you disagreed earlier like now that i finished like is that more in line with something you agree with what i disagree with is people believing some of the stuff that he believes because he doesn't believe very much Mm -hmm. he doesn't have much of a plan he wasn't giving any answers whatsoever the votes for him i believe the majority of were spike votes they were votes against Democrats and against Republicans and against Washington because we've basically had the Republican side saying government doesn't work and we're going to prove it to you right by refusing to let anything happen and unfortunately because this crazy person who ran under their ticket they get to reap the the benefits of their obstructionism but look yes there are some crazy racist and a lot of us are dumb. I'm going to throw dumb in there, too. Okay. People who voted for Donald Trump because they really think he's going to do an excellent job. But I would say a lot of people just stayed the fuck home. And a lot of people were just like, well, I want to vote, but I hate everything. Like, again, the Democrats fucked this up so bad. They did. They, they really did. They they wanted, they, 
they ran the they gave the nomination essentially to one of the most transparently fake ass candidates that you can have yeah and again in a a time where that is not what anybody wants at all people voted for trump because he's quote real because he's telling it like it is he's not pc he's not this when he's obviously obviously pandering to the dumbest most racist and bigoted people yeah people that will vote for him even though economically they have nothing in common with this man and it's not in your better interest like he says some shit that you might have said with your dumbass friends at a poker game in the back room of your house and people, it's just like people don't even know what the president does mm. i mean let's like let's just be real people don't know anything about civics period yeah. so i mean they think that the president can do this and that and you know it's like it's it's ridiculous yeah yeah it is um well, so I think some good has well can no no uh, no good can come from that man <laughs> at all. I had the word there real carefully. You saw that, right? Uh-huh. Uh, I think everyone that was opposed to him becoming the president elect and the president in general, uh, there's something that we can do. Like it's there's a sense of solidarity uh, going on. Whether the way people are protesting, uh, I'm not getting into that. Like because everyone expresses themselves differently. Um, but the one thing that matters to me is that people are coming together and it's like making a stand against the individuals that would actually go out of their way to do people harm because they feel emboldened by this man getting into office. Uh, I'm not sure how I feel about the safety pins. Like the safety pins are interesting. Uh, I think it's corny. You think it's corny? Yeah. Yeah. Um, certain people wear them, uh, because it can be a toss up. Like you see, uh, for I think the main people that are wearing them tend to be white people. Maybe I might be wrong, but if I'm walking around, I don't think anybody would walk up to me and think I hate black people or gay people automatically because I am a black man. So I think it was something that individuals who are superimposed to Trump like created because it's like, hey, I'm a white person, but I have a safety pin on, right? Here's so why I think I'm, that's I'm crap. Safe. Because. Yeah. It allows you to feel like you did something without actually doing anything. Mm-hmm. And again, you're you're saying I'm not one of those with without any sort of action behind it. Mm-hmm. And regardless, I mean, go, <coughs> let, let <coughs> it <you>. loose. <coughs> you could be a really nice person to wear that, but it doesn't mean shit. I don't yeah. I don't care about your pen, and yeah. it's it's peace of mind for you and, and nobody else. Yeah. My problem comes from individuals that might wear the pen and don't understand how others are doing something they, they that they think is right. If I'm set, if I'm talking to someone who has a safety pin on is talking about the safety pin and they're like, yeah, man, I don't know how these people are out here wrecking shit or certain things that they'll say. And I try to express to people like different people express themselves differently. These individuals are actually out and protesting with signs and what have you and getting into clashes with the police, maybe stopping traffic here and there. Uh, And that's what they chose to do. You chose to put a safety pin on and criticize others for doing what they believe in. Uh, If if you're going to be in it, you have to be in it all the way. If I'm walking and there's like some neo-Nazi like racist motherfuckers behind me um, and they're trying to beat my ass and I see you have a safety pin on. I'm going to run up on you, and we're about to tag team some shit. But we that's might, not how that's going to happen. Nah, it, it better go down. If I see you with a safety pin on, we getting that ass kicked together. 
Like, that's just how that's going to no. go, you know? So you got to be really, really down. Take it off if you're not really ready to throw hands or feet. I don't just, know. Just don't wear it. Do something. Yeah, like, yeah. Just, and I think that's that's what people, I think it goes back to people just not knowing shit. You can't come around every four years and say, well, none of these candidates represent me perfectly and the system is broken and I'm just not going to participate or I'm going to write in Harambe or whatever. You have to participate. Before. And, and, and to be fair, Obama was saying this for eight years that, yeah. hey, like, I, these are some things I want to do. I want to inspire people. Uh, you, you also have to do some stuff. You know, the, the government is supposed to work for us, and it doesn't because we've, I, I don't think people have participated in you have to quite a long time. You have to put something into it in order to, and I think that's the gist of it, people feel like it, it, it doesn't matter. Like, grown adults that we, they're like, hey, it doesn't matter, like, this doesn't affect me. And my thing is, like, if, all right, if you feel like it doesn't affect you, then vote for someone that you think it would affect, that you care about, you know? Uh, there's, there's certain issues that the government is tinkering and fucking with that affect someone that you more than likely love or care about, or in my opinion, like issues like birth control or rights for gay people. Like, even though you as a, whoever you are, uh, it does, it won't hit home. It's going to touch somebody and you should at least do it for them. If you actually love and care about that person. Uh, I know that got super personal, but I feel like there's something that every individual can do. It doesn't take much. Uh, if you didn't vote, you're an adult. I'm not going to tell you what to do, but I mean, I get not voting. Yeah, to the extent of it is <clears throat> sure it's our our civic duty, right? But at the same time, it is the the candidate and the, their their party's job to get people excited for what can happen. Mm-hmm. And you clearly saw, yeah, man, Trump was able to rouse some people up. And For the wrong Hillary Clinton was really not able to. Very she much. wasn't. She Everybody wasn't. was reluctantly, like me. I mean, it's like who? We're not getting into a lot of For, things that we could get into here. But if you want to send me hate mail, that's fine. I think my email is the only one that's connected. To this, so that's going to come. Straight <laughs> it all to come me. to you. Yeah, it's going to come. To it's. Me. Uh, I reluctantly voted for her because who else are you going to vote for? Yeah. Not to look. I get why people would vote green, but again, Jill Stein for president. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. For me, uh, you know, when you eating, you like you get some fast food, and you eating, and you finish a meal and shit like that, and you get to the bottom of the bag, and there's one curled up, slightly cold French fry. I'ma eat it, <laughs> but I'm not gonna be happy about it. That is essentially what voting for her was for me because I felt like my back was up against the wall. I mean, I mean, and it's about to be for the next four years, at least. I won't say eight because I'm not. It could be eight because have you turned on the news? These people are fucking crazy. They're blaming, uh, quote, Bernie bros. They're blaming, they're blaming everything but themselves. And obviously their, their outreach was not on point. And I think I used to be very into politics Uh, around the time Hurricane Katrina happened. I got like really into all that stuff and, and the process and how. You know, when you see the the suffering of people and how uh, they're not getting taken care of, I wanted to know why. And and it all led back to everything. So I had to stop because it was uh, so... You started getting woke. Well, it was so frustrating because especially after Obama got elected, I couldn't 
watch that stuff anymore. It was getting way out of hand, right? Yeah. So, I don't know. That was kind of my preface to, like, I know what I'm talking about a little bit. But the point being, um, you watch the news, they're blaming everything but themselves. And I think if you follow the primaries or even a year before the primaries, I think it was very obvious that Clinton wanted to really lay low until she got the nomination, essentially. Because you saw that the Republicans were beating up on each other and she wanted to just stay out of that. I, I feel like, do, do you get that sense too when you were watching TV? Like she was just kind of like on the outskirts. Yeah. And then Bernie Sanders started gaining some steam. So they had to deal with him a little bit. Yeah. And then by the time she wanted to, you know, strike, it was almost too late because Trump had gained all this steam and was able to steer the conversation. She spent so much time on her heels trying to defend these crazy things that he was saying. She didn't really get to put her platform out there. No. And while that's incredibly unfair and we can blame, you know, the media and sexism or whatever else. And I'm not saying that that's wrong. At the end of the day, she had plenty of time. I mean, we knew that she was running for how many years? I mean, realistically, before she even announced, we knew that she was she was going to run. way in advance. So she had all this time and a lot of opportunity to tell us who she was and what she was about. And... I guess you, if you want to call that playing it safe, it totally backfired. It did because earlier nobody was taking the shit he was doing seriously. It was like, look at this man. This man is crazy. This is hilarious. And then eventually the, the man's whole campaign was based off of trolling. It's like, hey, Donald Trump, what are you going to do about water? Water is great. It is so good. You have to stay hydrated. And when I become president, I'm going to bring a whole bunch of water for everybody. Everybody's going to be hydrated. America will see the wettest hot, the wettest water has ever seen in its history. Everyone's going to be moister than an oyster. It's going (laughs) to be like, you know, shit like that. I'm like, um, majority of it was spent on trying to let him implode by himself. It's like, hey, he's saying crazy shit. Look at this crazy shit he said. It's, they know he's saying crazy shit, but they all about that shit. And if they've been all about it from the get-go, why would you think they're not going to be about it when you point it out? Well, I think the media yep. really failed us, too, because... As usual. They're like, well, he said that uh, turtles are actually uh, deformed dogs. And we're, we're going to have... We're going we're gonna to see two sides of this debate here. And it's like, you can't do that. I get that. The media, okay, these news, cable news needs to make money, okay? And that sucks because they have to have bullshit on all the fucking time. And then I get that they want to seem impartial, but if somebody's fucking crazy, you can't be like, well, we have a, a, a turtle expert and this escape mental patient, and we're going to see if we can reach a consensus on this. Like, no. What are, what are we doing? And seriously, like, this is how we got here because they're like, well... Clinton did say this this one time, even though it's like, dude, it is not, it's not the same. And a lot of people think it's fucking the same mm-hmm. because think about how much, and I know that the way that we in, intake information is, is much different now because we're not all on TV and shit like we used to be, but how much does somebody really watch the news these days, especially yeah. what under like 40. <coughs> so when you put the news on, and it just so happens that it's the 90% of their programming that's nonsense. And that's all you get. Like, that's part of the reason we have shitty people like we do. Hmm. I don't think anybody really watches the news. I think a lot of people would prefer to hop on Facebook oh, God. Uh, or Twitter. And I'm about to get into the shit. <laughs> and share articles from sites that are questionable without reading the article or checking the sources or seeing who it was that reported 
the shit in the first place. And I'm about to go in a little bit. If you read an article and the name of the person who wrote, I don't even, I'm not even going to call that shit an article. I'm going to call it an internet post. If you read a post and the per, the name of the person that put that shit up there isn't up there, then that might not be real news. That might be an opinion piece. And act, real factual, actual opinion pieces usually have, this is an opinion piece by insert real government name here in the beginning of it. So if you are a person sharing these articles or whatever the fuck you want to call them on the internet, then you, sir, ma'am, dog, hog, bean, shit, whatever the fuck you are, are some form of dumbass. Because you can, all it takes is a click. It took a click for you to share the article. It takes one click to open the article and read what the fuck you're sharing. You, you as an adult have a responsibility to not look like a dumbass and to actually know what it is you're putting out there. Because once you put that out there, that is attached to you. Do what you can. I've actually looked into, like, when I come across certain things, I'll see I'll see whatever it is you shared. And the name of the website you shared it from is right there at the bottom on Facebook or wherever else it is you're posting it. If the name of the site is Police Properties uh, uh, Super Republican, Super Duper Conservative People, there's a chance that you're going to get a certain article or piece from them. And it's going to be biased because it's coming from a biased website. So you, I know you know what you're doing, but just because you have a preference over one or the other does not mean that you should share it like it's an objective fact, you know, and you, you letting down everybody like you, you letting down, you like you just fucking up all around. Uh, and that's upsetting to me because people will share these things with certain captions. Like, this is what I'm talking about. You know, black lives matter out here. Like, kicking ambulances over when people are in the back dying and i'm like bro click on what you shared look at this like this is not a credible source you are not a credible person chino xl fuck you too uh and i I just get upset sometimes i'm like yo at least when i try to share certain things it'll let it be known that hey this is what i think about this so when i'm trying to actually have a discussion about something don't share it like it actually happened when it didn't because well, you know, the, the secret is they don't read the articles. Do niggas read in general? I mean, I, I don't know actual. Like, but, okay, yeah, you know. but they they don't read the articles. And that's part of this clickbait culture we have where the headline is usually way different than what the article is. So even if it is a, a semi-credible source, people see the article and then the picture that, that, that has the, the headline, which may have nothing to really do with the fucking shit. I saw the thing that he's talking about, where somebody shared their their stopping ambulances and a four year old girl couldn't get to the hospital. It was all nonsense. That picture was not from that day or from a protest pertaining to that thing. Mm. Like it's insane. And uh, let's uh, oh, yeah. let's move on to something very interesting that that maybe a lot of our listeners don't know. There are fake Twitter and Facebook accounts of minorities mm-hmm. cooning it up. I will post a link to the 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 conservative site or whatever it was. I think it was like a <coughs> group of racist dudes essentially that said, "Hey, go on Twitter. There's a lot of black people. Make these Facebook and Twitter accounts and tweet as much as you can about watermelon twerking and chicken to make it look like the the, the opposition. Shit is getting crazy out here." But it, I mean, it's been going on for a while. But like, they're they're hitting it hard now. Like that was a, a post on Stormfront, which is a neo-Nazi website. But like, this has been you know going back even before the election. But during the election, 
there was a lot of people popping up. It's like, hey, like, I'm a black person for Trump. And, you know, like, let's get together, brother. And then you would see their picture and they literally Googled black guy in a suit and took the first picture that they got from Google Images. And that's their their avatar for Twitter. It's getting getting, getting real. And I get that everybody may not be able to relate, but like, I guess the one good thing that we can get out of this is we can we can get a little bit of an I told you so. Mm-hmm. It's not worth it. It's not. <laughs> it's really not. But from the get go, it was like I was hopeful, but apart, like in the back of my mind, it was just like there is a little bit of an I told you so. Because when you talk about racism and shit that's going on for those individuals that thought like it's like oh post racial society. This is what's happening. Oh, no, we're going to be making strides forward. We're going to be doing this. We're going to be doing that. Equal rights for everybody. This can't really be what's happening. Smack. Wham. Bam. Thank you, ma'am. This is the country that we live in. This is what's going on. Like I said before, hopefully there's some solidarity that actually comes from that. But it's a wake-up call. You got to get up and do actually do something. You got to get up and actually help the people out that you say that you want to help out. Uh, and to the friends and individuals that are actually out here protesting, doing what they can, sending letters, sending emails, doing everything except for sitting down and saying that you're not one of those, you're appreciated. It's it's a good thing that you're around because it's going to take all of us to actually combat the forces of evil. And I think optimistically, I'd like to think this is the last gasp of the want my country back people. I think they got really fortunate that the Democrats just totally shot themselves in the foot. I mean, look look how close the election was. And I feel like, I mean, you could say the same for Trump tried to do everything to lose it. But again, we have to consider the climate around this election. Yeah, The Democrats messed up in almost every regard and still almost won. So things aren't that bad in a sense. And I think there's just... The, there's opportunists that are, are racist and annoying. And I think they can only stay anonymous for so long. Because you see all this shit on the internet where like they write these cute little notes and this and that. Look. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have problems out here. Yeah. And I think it, it's going to take one or two ass whoopings. And then people will be like, oh, okay. I've been ready. For the how can you be racist time. and like sports? Uh, you know how many black dudes are in sports? There's a lot of black dudes in sports who've been playing sports since they was a little ass kid. So yeah, that's always hilarious to see when an athlete stands up for what he believes in, and individuals will tell him, "Man, no, nah, man, just stick to stick to football, stick to catching the ball and running real fast, man. Don't get involved in this." I'm like, wow, dude! Like you realize that off the field, this man is a regular ass black dude. That that that's. I mean, how can you? I almost asked, how can you be racist and like the WWE or F or whatever it's called right now? And I understand how you can be racist and like wrestling because I've gone to to an actual, <laughs> I've, I've, gone, uh, I've gone to SmackDown. Yo, I've never been around so many. I dropped out of school in grade school. I don't think, I, I, I probably can't read that well as individuals. I, where was it? Was it Rock? No, it wasn't Rock. No, it was, it was probably what, like Allstate Arena. Yeah, it was at Allstate Arena. That shit was disgusting. Um, we are out there. There's a bunch of... Tr- and I'm not trying to get in stereotypes or tropes, but I was literally seeing a lot of trucker hat, musty, non-showering. Um, and you can be in a wrestling and take showers. I understand that. I'm not trying to lump everybody together. But I do see... Re- wrestling fans... Some wrestling fans have to know that they're racist. 
They got to understand because it's... Well, I don't think people know. Just throw that out there real quick. I think more than half of racist people or people who say a racist thing here and there, they don't think... Racism has become such like a dirty word and people are so defensive about it. They're like, well, I mean, I think uh, Mexicans are lazy, but I'm not racist or anything. Like, honestly, like people don't think they're racist except for these people. Obviously, like, hey, everybody go back to where you came from, people. Like, they're racist and they... They they're proud of that. They are, but the majority of people who who do racist things are are they don't think they're racist. And this is a small tangent, but not only are you racist if you say Mexican people are lazy, but you are objectively wrong. <laughs> that I've been saying that for years. They do a lot of shit, like a lot of cr- some of the most is good question. Is that racist of me to say? Uh, from is it racist of me to be like I've come across a lot of Mexican people and the amount of work in the time that they actually have done it and I'm not pretend, like talking about physical labor but in general work colleagues that I have that are Mexican been killing it crushing it and it's just like no complaining it's just like hey man can you help me out with that yeah no doubt like boom like smacking shit like down one after the other so in my opinion that is an objective if someone told me like yeah man i don't know man these mexicans are just lazy i would stop and look at them like where are you from like where the fuck have you been like i think i think people heard of siestas and just were like that's is that where that came from i think so siesta does that does, does that I'll I'll Google it later. Like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I need I need to translate that later on. I was about to ask if that uh, means nap in Spanish. I don't think so. Uh, but that's so yeah. back back to wrestling. I think look, and we may have some <laughs> some listeners that are into wrestling. If you're an adult that's into wrestling, you probably kind of suck. And what I mean is, okay, I follow some people on Twitter or whatever that are into wrestling as adults, but they are taking it in in a much different way than someone who would if they were 10 but i feel like the people that he's talking about that are at these events that are musty they're watching wrestling like they're still 10 years old but they're 25 Mm. that you cannot do and that's why you are musty you musty ass person not only that but the the black wrestlers that i do come across sometimes are some of the most shucking jiving rapping toe tapping individuals i've ever seen in my life every um, the, the last time i had cable tv i was flipping through the channels wrestling came on and they had two people walking down that that runway or whatever to get to the ring do you want to know what the the black tag team was called you may know uh was hold on it wasn't a new day because that's three dudes. no three it was much dudes. worse it was crime time the two black guys <laughs> were called crime their team was called crime time Crime, not prime time, crime time. It's time to do crime with the with the C, not a P. And it was spelled wrong with a Y. It was with the. Mm, mm, mm. Wait, what was their gimmick? What was their gimmick? I don't fucking know. Look, did they hop in like and start like selling drugs in the middle of the ring, or were they pants sagging? Because you know they got costumes. There was that one wrestler. <laughs> there was that one wrestler that was a pimp. You remember him, right? Uh huh. He had hoes. It was like, all right, cool. There was another rapper who was just like a. A wrestler that was a straight up rapper. Uh, I saw him when I actually went to the All State Arena. He co- he hopped in with a microphone. He wasn't even freestyling really. He didn't really have bars. He hopped in the middle of the ring. It was like I jig it in, I kick it, I kick it in, I jig it. What's up? What's up? What? And I was like, what the fuck is going on? Well, he was in Vince McMahon's office and like, okay, <clears throat> we like your look. You're a strong black dude. 
you're good at wrestling. We need to get you a gimmick. You can rap, right? You're black. And he's like, well, not really, but, uh, <laughs> and that's how that, that's how that became a thing. They hooked him up with Drake's ghostwriter. They, he, they gave him some struggle bars and he hopped in the ring and actually started. I don't even know if the microphone, yeah, the microphone was real. I think it was real. It had to be real. Or else we wouldn't have been able to hear him, but fuck that. Fuck all that. If you like wrestling, that's cool. Do your thing, but at least accept the fact that the shit is not right in some way, form, or fashion. These these gimmicks is old. You a lame. I might edit that out because you might not be a lame. You might be a cool person. Well, we'll, we'll probably edit a lot of this out. But, <laughs> like, seriously, you can... Like, I don't know if you watch any of those wrestling documentaries. They're really interesting. They're real athletes. There's interesting dynamics. But if you're an adult and you're watching wrestling at face value, they're like, well... They were going to get married, but then Triple H lost, and I, I don't know what's going to happen. Like, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> uh, yeah, they were about to get married, and then then uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin came out of nowhere and put the <laughs> wife in the trunk and drove off. Uh, Man, what's going to happen now? I'm like, that's that's not that's not real. There are certain people who still get mad at you if you say wrestling ain't real. Well, it's real in the sense that they're athletes and they get hurt sometimes but no they're not really like fighting yeah. in there yeah they don't really hate each other no unless the certain uh, i can see my like rick flair was a crazy ass dude i can see certain people hating him like genuinely because he he was losing it oh yeah certain wrestlers were super hated that's what's you know the famous thing that exposed wrestling because a lot of people like really thought wrestling was real back in the day the iron sheik mm-hmm. was driving with his arch nemesis across state lines to go to like the next show and they were doing cocaine together like in a in the car and they got pulled over at the border and they both went to jail together and it was Mm -hmm. in the news and everybody's like well don't you guys hate each other aren't you supposed to be like battling at the next time i turn tv on nah they just like to hang out and do coke nah man we chill man we share coke with one another we friends you're not gonna share coke with somebody you don't trust and like that could be tainted coke you could die from that (laughs) Well, I don't think Coke's expensive. I don't think people just want to give it out. That is a very generous gift to actually give somebody. I'm not sure how much that shit costs. You know, if somebody's offering you Coke, they they more than likely really, really like you. People try to give me cocaine all the time, but I don't want to just feel like I'm late for work out of nowhere. <laughs> there was this one time this dude offered me an eight ball of Coke for $2. Did I tell you about that? Yeah, but that couldn't have been real cocaine. I don't know what that was. I'm glad I didn't take it. Even though in retrospect, I probably would have taken it. You could have flipped it. I could I could have, honestly. But, but somebody smarter than you would have been like, this ain't cocaine. Uh-huh. And I don't know what I'm doing because I'm not a professional criminal. I don't believe in crime time. So I'd have just been up Shit's Creek without a paddle. And I have no way to check if it was real coke. Um, I'm going to get into this. What happened was I was at a hookah lounge hanging out with a few friends of mine. First mistake. Yeah, I don't go to the shit's anymore. I'm going to just invest in my own hookah. We were kicking it. This dude came in, was asking people for money, said he was stranded in a rival gang territory. I was like, all right, cool. I'm sorry. So we gave him like a dollar piece, two, three dollars max. This guy was like, man, I appreciate that. If I was really, really cool, I could just say, hey, man, here's an eight ball. And he proceeds to hand put his hand towards me. In the middle of his palm is something. I'm not good with Coke. But I looked at it and I was like, that is a substance of some sort. And I was like, oh, okay. And he kept his hand out. And I'm looking at him like, wait, are you really? And he was looking at me like, take it. And I was like, nah, I'm good. Because I'm a naturally paranoid person. For all I know, I could have been like, oh, man, thanks. And then he would have lifted his shirt up and it would have been a wire or some shit. And all of a sudden, I'm all off in county, like, for... Con- con- See, I, I forgot that this was a story. He didn't sell you... He didn't try to sell you 
cocaine for two dollars. He was giving it to you as, as a, a gift. gift. Yeah, uh, you should have taken it. <sighs> so basically, I get it. So he had the coke on him, but he couldn't. He couldn't sell it because he yeah. could have got caught up in the rival area. Exactly. Yeah. So he had to just take three dollars, and then he was so thankful that he offered me an eight ball of coke. Yeah. yeah. Damn. That could have been my first Coke experience. I didn't take it. Well, I didn't say do it. I just oh, said take uh, it. I just uh, said take it from him. Uh, and then I've just been sitting like on, on like my windowsill next to an Xbox remote. Like, no, next time somebody at work is complaining about being tired or whatever, they want to go home, just be like, hey, give me $5 for this or whatever. And then, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey. Then I got to get addicted to it, and you and me start working together to sell Coke on a regular basis. We could be the actual crown time. Yeah. Without the why. Well, you can make some money selling some cocaine, but that's there's a lot of risk in that. Yeah, it is. It's legal first and foremost. What if cocaine started hitting the streets like weed is doing and helping out the economy? Like, what do you think? Like, that would be... You can get a... Wait, legalize cocaine? Legalize the cocaine. That's never going to happen. No, of course not. That, that shit can ruin your life. Like, it can get bad. Well, but they, they already have... Prescription, prescription stuff. amphetamines and stuff. Yeah, that's true. That, so that's super, super never going to happen. See, the government and these pharmacy companies are doing what they can to keep cocaine off the streets because they know it's going to mess with their sales. Well, it probably should stay off the streets. But wait, just hear me out. <laughs> <laughs> we have to start an underground ring. We as Americans have a right to do cocaine as much as we want to. Fuck it, Trump's president. That that shit has given me. All types of inspiration to do whatever the fuck I He's just want to do. He's on cocaine. He has to be. He's been on cocaine since the 80s, man. You know, he'll be up at like 3, 4 in the morning tweeting. I do not want a president that is up at 3 or 4 in the morning responding to people in his DMs and, and, and his mentions. Like, that's some wild ass shit. I don't need other countries looking like, hey man, he just dropped this bitch news on the internet. That shit crazy. Like, that shit is disrespectful. It's disgusting. He tweeting about grabbing the pussy. What if you put that in the slogan? Trump 2016. Pussy grabbers unite. Some random shit like that. The sad, serious aspect of this is since he didn't want to be president and he doesn't know what he's doing, mm-hmm. he's just going to appoint a bunch of people who really suck and they're going to do everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had womanizing ass presidents before, but this is the first one to actually put that shit on blast. Like, yeah, man, I got money. I just do what I want. I'd be grabbing chicks by the nipple. JFK no was fucking everybody, but he wasn't out here talking about it. He, he was, was like, a sexy ass dude. Then though. when I put the dick in, he yeah. wasn't. He was, yo, JFK was a handsome ass dude. Like, no no bullshit. That's like, probably why he got killed. He was fucking everybody's wife. Mm-hmm. He smashed the wrong dude's wife, and it was gratata. Like, mm-hmm. after that. Shit was crazy. Did you see Dave Chappelle's um, monologue that he gave? Yeah, it was, it was beautiful. It was. And I enjoyed that. Um, I didn't get a chance to see the entire episode. You don't need to see the whole episode. The What I would say, uh, I saw about half the episode. The monologue is number one, and number two is uh, when him and Chris Rock were at the election party with the white people. Yeah. He basically said everything... That we said. But, like, way better. Yeah, and of course. He's he's great. I miss him. Yeah, so did I. It's been a while. And he brought out a tribe called Quest. They were performing, right? Yes, I saw that. Okay. I didn't see that. I listened to some of the new album, but I haven't heard. And I won't pretend to be the biggest like tribe called Quest fan. I've heard some of their stuff, but I'm not familiar with the entire discography, which is actually streaming or charting right now. But it was good. The, the album is pretty fuego. Like, I like it. Yeah, it's good. It's uh, It definitely has its roots, but it doesn't sound dated. And that's not, that's not super easy to do. Mm-mm. And Fife is still on it. He is? Yeah. Okay. When, when did they record this? 
Well, you know, like, how was Tupac releasing all these albums? Which they need to stop. Like, that, I haven't had enough Tupac albums for now. You know, I feel like, I mean, just save it all for, because it seems like some people get bored and they just drop, like, some Tupac music. I'm like, all right, just wait. Save it for when it's actually, like, work your way up to it. Don't just do it like, hey, remember who Tupac? But they record so much shit, like, musicians, especially, like, rappers, too. Mm Mm-hmm record a lot of stuff so there's there's a lot to choose from they were able to work some stuff in and then you know tribe goes way back with uh buster rhymes they kind of brought him out i I heard a track with him on it yeah so the the album's good um i listen to it when i'm driving so i don't really know the tracks on there but definitely peep it it was cool that on saturday night live they like had this tarp come down Mm -hmm. with fife on it and they were like holding the mic up to his mouth that's emotional oh that that's 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 nice that's really really nice right there i hope my friends do some shit like that for me like when i pass away like i got a tarp and just have a recording of me saying some ridiculous ass shit and just hold the mic up to it what ridiculous shit i don't know probably it's gonna be a reference to eating ass or like or doing some crazy shit or something like that maybe somebody will just put an ass in your face if it's open casket if it's i don't want that to happen my, I assume my mother, or who, depending on when I pass away, or whoever else people that care about me are, are going to be at the funeral, and I prefer to not. I don't want to put the lady that has to do that in that situation either. Well, it could be a Rikishi impersonator. You, no, that's nasty. But <laughs> you remember when, like, Shawty Lowe passed away. I'm not sure if this is true or not, but apparently someone had a stripper give his give him a lap dance at the uh... funeral. I, I'm not. <laughs> I could be wrong. No, but, I I believe that would have happened, but that's ridiculous. That, oh, wait, I, I think for I think you have to pay the stripper up front because the individual you twerking on is not going to be able to tip you because they did. <sighs> um, second of all, imagine having that conversation with this person who is who is now deceased loved ones. Like, hey, look, we want you to come in, right? Do your thing, dance a little bit. We got you, but. Okay, but it's shorty low. He's like, didn't he die? Yeah. So just don't twerk too hard because we don't want any pieces falling off. Wait, so did they prop up a dead body in a chair? Did yeah. they did they tape a twenty dollar bill to one of his hands? They put sunglasses on him and right. a chain. So it was like, like that. this is like weekend at Bernie's part three. Essentially. <laughs> That's yeah, I don't know. But the music, like it's the thing with Tribe Called Quest was that uh, that I'm happy about is that they're actually, like you said, able to make music and it's actually new and is really, really good. There are certain artists I can't listen to now that I used to listen to when I was younger, and that's because the shit is kind of dated. R. Kelly, for example. I can't listen to anything new that R. Kelly drops because I'm not interested in hearing this man talk about getting chicks uh, wetter than Atlantis or whatever the fuck you want to call it. That's gross. You too old for that. Like, I don't really care about that. Genuine, uh, I probably wouldn't be interested in listening to anything new that he's dropping. His news just dropped well, on Twitter. Uh, I don't know how. I don't my, know. My how. resident uh, dick expert friend doesn't think that's his penis. But, really? I mean, it, it very well could be. We got a conspiracy. It could still be. I mean, it, it doesn't matter either way. But no. there was one music video where I felt like he was wearing some tight-ass pants, laying down. And spinning around? Oh, Yeah, wait. like spinning on a bed or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like you could see like how skinny and weird his legs were. Yeah. Like, But you couldn't see like how big his dick was. Because, okay, spoiler alert, that dick was big as hell. I heard. I didn't click... I didn't click on it. Like, I saw the thumbnail, and all I know is the thumbnail was, like, majority shaft. Like, so I was like, <laughs> I didn't even see the tip. So I was like, hey, I don't know who dick this is, but that's a big-ass dick. 
And that shit is ridiculous. And Chicks was like reacting to it on, online. I'm a nice person, so Chicks was like, wait, where is it? I will copy the link to the tweet with it in it. And I was like, oh, here it goes. And I don't think they really expecting that. But I do what I can. Like, I didn't see the whole thing because I got scared. But like, I saw the top and a lot of the shaft. And I didn't see the bottom of the picture, like if there was balls in it. But like, that dick was so big. And, and because of the, the, the bottom of the picture was cut off, it might have had its own dick. It might have. It was apparent. Like, you didn't even see the base? I didn't get that far down. No base. My fingers got tired of scrolling. No. If if, <laughs> if you look at a dick pic and you got to scroll to see the whole thing, that person should not be having sex with anybody, anybody, nobody in existence should be having that in them. Respect yourself. Love yourself. Don't hurt yourself. Work on yourself. Like I, there were chicks that were like, oh my God, I want to fuck genuine now. No, you don't. I was like, first and foremost, if you wasn't trying to fuck genuine when he came out with Pony, it's too late now. It's over and done nah, for. Nah, So Anxious was the fuck song. It was. Who meets up at 11.30, though? Who schedules a meeting at 11.30 in general? Uh, after, after like, 11, it's just, like, I feel like after, anytime after 10 o'clock, it's just, like, a get here when you get here. That's a specific time. Like, meet me at 11.30 on the dot, specifically. No, but people gotta, you know, put their kids to sleep, uh, do the, the bath bomb, all that stuff. The bath bomb. You never, you never just been a jump off like that? Nah, I ain't never, I ain't never, I, I've always had a, you get here when you get here type thing going. I respect a, I call it the Uber text, like, alright, that's cool, so it'll get here when he gets here. But for you to be like, hey, I'm gonna meet here at 1130, I picture somebody getting to my place at like 11.15, sitting in the car for 15 minutes, and then being like, hey, I'm here. Because right before smashing like that, certain people, they they don't want to seem overly eager. So it's just like, I said I was going to be there at 11.30, so I don't want to be seen too thirsty. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if you know what I'm saying, but if someone lets me know that I have access... Well, if you're meeting up for intercourse, both of y'all are thirsty for fucking. So Ooh, yeah. you can show up 10 minutes early, 5 minutes... Like, I don't think that really... Yeah. But you know what? People are very dumb. <laughs> and uh, especially with social media, like, oh, I don't want her saying I was thirsty because I showed up five minutes late. I'm going to show up five minutes late. People really, really, five minutes late. I'm a, I'm a, it's a power play. Like, yeah. Pussy power. Like, uh, put the pussy on the pedestal. I showed up 10 minutes late and I beat off already <laughs> <laughs> just to make a point. But yeah, thank God R. Kelly news ain't dropped yet. R. Kelly, like, he's he's done. I ain't listening to shit he's made. Well, he doesn't, he, we saw him piss on somebody. What are you talking about? His oh, news I didn't forgot leave. about that. You need a, you need a stationary picture of his. I don't need that at all. His, he was all off in her ass. Like, I couldn't see any of the front of his face. All you saw was, like, back jawline, ears, and, like, the back of his head. Because he was so deep. And this is a picture. I have not watched the actual video. That lady, that girl... Should be the same age I am now, uh, because when that happened, she was twelve. I was also twelve. So she, she was twelve. She was twelve, dog. Damn. Yeah, dude. So she. I thought she was. A, I mean, it's bad no matter what. But I was like, at least maybe she's like fifteen in high school. Nah, in high man. school, apparently she was twelve years old. That's from what disgusting. I understand, that's fucking gross. The man's a pervert, uh, and I don't think I think he got. Of course, he got away with it. But he was secretly married to Aaliyah when she was underage, wasn't he? She was he? 15. Yeah. He's yeah. he's on that shit. He been on that shit for a very, And then very didn't we have a friend, a, a lady friend who was trying to defend his ass? I don't understand that. I don't understand that. These girls knew what they was doing when R. Kelly uh, popped up to their school in a nice car and was tricking them into getting their ass eat. Like, these are little kids, man. What the fuck is wrong with you? That's that. I think, was she black? She was black. You were friend? there. I was. I forgot who that was. 
I forgot who that was. She was, was wrong about a lot of shit that day. So well, no shit. Yeah, she just walked. Into, <laughs> she walked into the the room of wrongness with that shit. I can't. That's another case of hey, he made the the ignition remix. I, I forgive him. Like no matter no matter what song he made, no matter what he's done, I can't look and just say hey, I'm completely down with this dude because he made feeling on your booty, which is one of my favorite tracks that R. Kelly has ever made. And this is a tangent. If you've listened to Feeling on Your Booty, there's a part of the song where he's singing and it sounds like he has too much spit in his mouth. And I told this to Reggie like on the first, one of the first times we all actually like solo chilled and was kicking it. Everybody looked at me like I was a conspiracy theorist, like I was crazy. And then I pulled up the song and I actually played that part. That is one of my favorite. Like It's like an Easter egg now. Like And I'll play that part just to enlighten other individuals that actually exist. You might just need to put it in right there. I think I will, actually. Uh, I think people need to realize that you can like the way that somebody throws a ball or sings a song and and you don't have to like them as a person. Or they might just be a a terrible person. You could jump really high but suck as a person. Mm -hmm. Which uh, reminds me of Ben Carson. Yeah. And I I had a discussion. I... I make the divide at respecting the thing he's done uh, for individuals, for science, and everything like that. But if, and I'm not, I don't know all of the policies or the things that he was saying because I wasn't paying him a lot of attention. I'm not sure if the media was painting him as a person who was saying crazy shit. But I've always told people that when he was trying to become the president of the United States of America, he should not have tried to become the president of the United States of America, especially as a black dude. Well, he got tricked. Yeah, he got sent off. Well, the Republicans wanted to be able to claim a diverse field mm-hmm. for the primaries. Yeah. So they're like, hey, Ben Carson, you're a doctor. Why don't you run? Like, they, I'm sure they gassed him up and got him ready to run, you know? It's funny you should actually so say that. Like, we got a black guy in the field. That's what I was told, that he was gassed up. They, for they sure. charged him up. So, yeah, great. He's really good at that thing he does. Like, one of the best in the world, possibly. Yeah. But, like, don't don't come over here talking about... The pyramids were secretly used to hold grain when you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. That's man. one of the... He believes a lot of weird shit that's and bad, it doesn't man. make any sense. And and also coming from a man of science, it's incredibly odd to me. What I said was the man was making forward strides and did a lot for neurosurgery uh, and everything like that, like sprinting. But as soon as he got into the world of politics, he was walking backwards from the get-go. And it was bad. Like, I don't... He got gassed up. They did gas him up. I mean, I respect... He was from what? the Detroit. The, the streets of Detroit. Yeah. Grew up hard. Super self-made. Uh, an example of the American dream. Yeah. And he wrote some books that inspired a lot of people. Gifted hands. But, hey man, don't come over here with that bullshit. That's like, look, Tom Brady's good as hell throwing a football, right? Yeah. Do you want to know anything he has to say about shit no. else but football? No. I don't want to know anything about... No. I'm not interested in that. And then there's certain athletes that say shit, and I want to tell them to shut the fuck up, but I respect the right to say shit, but it's like, bro, you're a football player in the NFL. Ben Roethlisberger? Rapistberger? Whatever his name is? It's like, I don't respect uh, kneeling for the for the, the national anthem. It's like, bro, I'm pretty sure those those ladies that you touched on didn't, didn't respect that shit either. He was accused of rape you. twice that I know of, mm-hmm. and... He crashed a motorcycle like a year or two after going pro Dumbass. in the NFL yeah. and was like all fucked up. 
So it's like, you really want me to respect anything you have to say about anything? And then don't ask rappers for shit. Lil Wayne been on drugs and all types of wild ass shit for years. He shot himself. He shot, he did. He shot himself. Racism doesn't exist. And you, why, why the fuck would you ask Lil Wayne anything not pertaining to his music, uh, how it was and like how it was in prison? Uh, which he wrote a book about. It's like, all right, cool. Those are things to say, hey, that's interesting. I want to get where you come from. I mean, you can ask him whatever you want, actually, but don't take it with a, a crazy amount of weight. This is But not... that's that's how it works. It's like, oh, well, we asked a black guy and he said this. I guess that's uh, that's oh, what we're going out oh, of That's now. what's going on. Fat Joe <laughs> said something about not respecting, kneeling for the, the national anthem. Uh, fat Joe, uh, he's not even fat anymore, apparently, so I don't know why he's relevant. You change your name, I don't respect you as well. You may lean back and got lucky for a little bit, but after that, big pun been gone, dude. Your relevance like went out the window with him. Like, let it go. I'm being real petty right now. I, know, <laughs> I understand, but I'm just what I'm trying to get at is, is this shit is ridiculous. Some people need to kind of sort of stay in their lane. Plenty of people have bad opinions, and it sucks that for some reason we give credence to people who are famous not for mm-hmm. these these things that they're asked about. That they're asked about. Like, if someone walked up to, to Pee Wee Herman and uh, asked him what he thinks about Donald Trump, if he, even if he said something positive, like, yeah, you know, he's 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 said these things, I don't believe in these things, like, it's in, like the direction that America's going in, like, I, I question it, but, you know, hopefully we can stick together throughout this. I would be like, oh, man, that was cool that he said that, but why the, where did you find Pee Wee Herman? Why the fuck did you ask Pee Wee Herman <laughs> that? Like, TMZ be on that bullshit a lot. But I don't know. It is what it is. We encourage actual input on the things that we talk about. Like when we say things, don't accept this as a fact. Like this is all opinion. We have a respect for other individuals and we will let you know it's an opinion. So you can safely share us on Facebook, but don't caption it like, hey man, these dudes are spitting the truth. Like we just a couple of dudes with a microphone. Uh, this has been Spit Sessions. Uh, you can comment, email, send hate mail. We appreciate it. Walking to the dance floor.